0: Hi, and welcome to a Garland of Crowns podcast, a celestial journey into the discovery of the Maseroth according to Hebrew tradition. What an exciting month December 2020 has been. So many celestial occurrences from the great conjunction in the house of Reuben, commonly known as Aquarius, bringing great change onto our planet and in our cosmos to Solar eclipses, solar flares, and now the last full moon of 2020 and the last full moon of our decade, I might add. The full moon being in the tribe of Issachar, commonly known as the constellation Cancer. As we know, Issachar knows the times and seasons. And just as the great conjunction happening in a complete different house, bringing great change onto the earth and the cosmos. So this last full moon being in Issachar is very different in that the last full moon commonly is in Capricorn. Um, And so being in Issachar, uh, the reward and knowing times and seasons and writing scrolls and bringing about um, great wealth for the sheep sea-faring ships, Zebulon, Um, it is speaking of a great change and transition on our earth and cosmos as well. Now, our sun coming up in the mornings is coming up in what's commonly known as Sagittarius or the tribe of Asher, and this is particularly dear to my heart because my first grandson, who is... I don't know, about 15, 16 months old, his name is Asher. So uh, it's going to be a delight to tell the story um, this day of um, this house, the house of Asher. So Sagittarius is the archer, mean meaning the going forth. The archer, that Hebrew root, the seat in which we ascend into the house of Asher, is Kuf, Shin, and Tav. It means intense, yeah? So, Kuf is that timeline, the event horizon, the holiness, yes, and the Shin being the all-spark burning fire of Yahweh, or that clinging to by the teeth holding on to, and the Tav, the finish. So, the event horizon Woo, yes, come on. The event horizon, we cling to, lay hold of the finish. This intensely we hold on to this finish. The finish of what? The finish of 2020. The finish of the insanity on this planet. How about that one? And the bringing in of this new aeon of time. A new heaven and a new earth. Also, um, the bow is, is the word uh, rabah or rabe, resh beit he, the top, the beginning in the house of breath, meaning to increase. So we lay hold of this finish to increase and the arrow to shoot is the chet zadi the surrounding, the boundary of the righteous. It means to flow as water, to bring the rain, to teach and form direct point and instruct. So as we enter into the house of Asher, we ascend on the Kuf Shin Tav, the intense seat of the event horizon clinging to this finish to increase as in the beginning, the house of breath brings increase. And what has this pandemic done? It's taking the breath. So now we bring from the beginning, the house of breath. Woo! We put up the boundary, a righteous boundary, a boundary for the righteous to flow as water to teach, to be informed and to inform, to direct and be directed, to point and to be pointed towards, to instruct and to be instructed from the top, from this finish, from this house of Asher. Such a beautiful picture here for all of us. What a day, this new aeon is requiring for us to learn a new way to prepare for the increase to be the ones with the answers and we get those answers from our father's face in the house of our father the house of many mansions doing what we see him do the first decan is the eagle Holding the lyre or the lyre. However you would like to say that. And that word is nishar. noon shin resh. The multiplying airs Burning with the all spark of Yahweh. As from the beginning. This is a bird of prey. This is where we get the face lion ox eagle man. This is the eagle face. The house of Dan. Sagittarius is the eagle face. This is one of the four pillars of Yahweh's face, this house of Asher. The second decan is Ara, the altar, and we see that in Psalms 138, verse 8 says, The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the work of thine hands. So this word perfect is gamar. Gimel Mem Resh, the walking supply from the never ending supply of heaven as from the beginning. That is the eagle, the overcomer. We overcome because we become the walking supply from the never ending supply of heaven as in the beginning. And that the Lord will perfect, that's the word Gamar, he will finish. That which concerns me. Think about that. And this house of Asher is that finishing. And we're finishing according to the Gregorian calendar. And a full moon in Hebrew tradition is always a finishing. The new moon is a beginning. The full moon is a finishing. So I love that this finishing is in this house of the finish. God, it's just lining up perfectly, isn't it? And I love that Yahweh perfects those things which concern me. He finishes those things which concern us, that concern me, that concern you. And then David says, thy mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the work of thine hands. This work of thine hands is a transaction It's a business. It's the father's business, the transaction, the trading of his hands. And we are the work of his hands. Whoa. Yes. And his son, who is our pattern, our paradigm, the work of his hands, the firstborn among many brethren, the last Adam, the beginning of a Christ generation. Whoa. Yahweh will not forsake us, but he'll perfect those things which concern us. The third decan is Draco, the dragon or the serpent. And we see that in Psalms 91, where Yahweh preserves us. Yes, from the dragon, he preserves us. And um, according to Hebrew, another uh on the flip side of that, the dragon is the seraphim, the burning ones. That's the original design. And it becomes a dragon or a serpent in its fallen nature. So we overcome this Draco, this dragon, this serpent. We overcome him. We crush his head With our foot, we overcome. He is destroyed by this arrow shooting forth. Yahweh finishes, finishes the dragon on our behalf. I just love all of that. The picture of that. Now, um, Asher means the sweet influences of a king. Thy shoe shall be iron and brass. Beautiful picture here. Now let's look. That's all out of um, the book by Francis Rolston, the Maseroth. Now I'm going to read a little bit from Dr. O or Dr. Adonijah Obenaya, out of Hashemayim 1B. And you can get that on his um, website if you look him up all of his books are there. The seraph creative. Um, So yeah, you can find all that there. But Asher is the dimension of joy. Hallelujah. We are entering into a dimension of joy. Genesis chapter 30 verses 12 through 13 says, and Zilpah Leah's maid bare Jacob a second son. And Leah said, happy am I for the daughters will call me blessed. And she called his name Asher. One way to experience dimensions of heaven and allow our kingship and priesthood to come forth is to carry an aura of joy. If we open up to joy, it will act as a magnet. The infusion of joy produces life. That is what the Asher dimension is to yield that which is fit for a king. Every time joy is infused, the mirage, the illusion, the image, negotiate the image, right? It disappears. The soul awakens to a greater consciousness and then that which is fit for royalty gets produced. We consider Asher to be of Leah through her servant Zilpah. What Leah did um, was she focused on bringing the heavens and the earth together. She didn't focus on moving behind creation to manipulate as Rachel did, but Leah aligned herself with Yahweh and with the purpose of Yahweh. She was trying to create an alignment on earth. As we will see, Naphtali, who was Rachel's um, son, by her um, servant, was successful and satisfied, but he was a deer moving freely with the favor of God. Naphtali is Rachel's handmaid, Bilha, her child. So, Um, Leah responds by offering her handmaid Zilpah to Jacob and in names and raises the two sons Gad and Asher. Naphtali is the sixth born, needed Asher the eighth. Leah answered Naphtali and God answered Naphtali by providing Asher. Asher means happy, but the blessing of Asher relates to the happiness that comes from the fullness of provision. There is a reason, Leah says, the women will call her blessed. A big issue faced by the world is that provisions are not made by society for the woman to be who she wants to be. Women understand the necessity of provision and sufficiency. They recognize it when they see it. Most women in the world... Uh, Consider providing for their children and their household. So women have the capacity to see when provision is coming. A woman will beat a man any day in management and the capacity to manage resources. Don't be angry. I'm just reading Dr. O's book. To cause resource to manifest. She can take what is small and make it something else. She has the transmutational power of wealth. In marriage, if done the right way, a wife will be a gateway for wealth. She can see provision coming where a man cannot. The people who provided for Yeshua in his ministry were all women. They could see the full provision for humanity in him. Asher is the basis of happiness. Leah is trying to bring forth Asher. In using her servant Zilpah seems to have connected with the divine heart. She created someone who could tie heaven and earth together. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Psalms one one. The text should read, happy is the man. It's the same asher va'ish. The first word in Psalms 1 is the word for asher. Happy is the man, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. The word delight is also used when Moses talks about Asher. Asher is the last person Moses blesses. The last point God meets us is the point of joy, happiness, and delight, and we are using this in connotation to the last full moon of 2020. Asher is the most blessed of sons. Let him be favored by his brothers. Let him dip his foot in oil. Your sandals shall be iron and bronze. As your days, so shall your strength be. There is no one like the God of Yeshurun, who rides the heavens to help you. And in his excellency on the clouds, the eternal God is your refuge. And underneath are the everlasting arms. He will thrust out the enemy from before you. And you will say, destroy, then Israel shall dwell in safety. The fountain of Jehovah alone in the land of grain and new wine, his heavens shall also drop dew. Happy are you, O Israel, who is like you, O people saved by the Lord, the shield of your help and the sword of your majesty. Your enemies shall submit to you, and you shall tread down their high places. Deuteronomy chapter 33, verses 24 through 29. Whoa, such encouragement. Asher is a place of joy, a being of joy. Asher carries with him the technology of joy, happiness, and delight. There are things that Naphtali cannot overcome because of where he comes from. But Asher, by being joyful, changes everything because joy waters the ground. Joy will make any hard ground fallow. Joy will protect the head of the person who has it. Asher, even in natural, he was a farmer in Israel. He grew crops. The land of Asher was fruitful. Asher operated in providing delights for the king. The realm of Asher is the realm of the fullness of joy. Asher is not heard of much because what they did was create an atmosphere for other people to rejoice in. The reason joy is important in this time is because joy is a technology for rewriting atmospheres. Oh, sons of Yahweh, it's time to rewrite the atmosphere of this earth and the cosmos. It's a new aeon. It's a new aeon, a new heaven and a new earth. A servant or son who is joyful will be made a son and a joyful servant is more than sons. The only time a son is more blessed than a servant is when the son causes delight in his father and mother. Asher causes delight and walks in delight and joy. Asher is the carrier of happiness, joy, and delight. The threefold cords of the transformation of an atmosphere. Happiness, joy, and delight. God told Israel that when those who live far away came to Jerusalem every year, they should sell whatever they were going to bring, take the money to the temple and buy whatsoever their soul desires, eat, drink in his presence and delight in him. God gets infused by the joy of his children. Provision is connected to the level of joy. Many struggle because of being too serious. Being righteous does not mean that we should not be joyful. Serious often suggests that we are feeling guilty about or struggling with something. If the struggle has ceased and we have come through um, that dimension, free from the snare, we can jump and skip upon the mountain. We will. Be joyful. The Bible says that God rides upon the mountain. If God rides upon the mountain and we operate in the spirit of Asher, we will ride upon the mountain and ride in joy. Asher has a, was a very happy guy, filled with joy. He carries with him a certain DNA, an infusion of joy. A joyful person is not easily rejected. Asher finds favor with his brothers because happiness raises favor with God and with man. Whoa! It was a law that nobody could come before a king with a frown. Oh, you must come joyfully before the king favored by his brothers. A brother will stand for us when we are in adversity, no matter how far they have to come. Um, If we are a delightful person to be around, we will have many brothers. May you dip your foot in oil. Oil is usually synonymous with the head. So why is the foot dripping in oil? The place where the tribe of Asher lived is where oil is being found in Israel today. The oil is a symbol of the feet being able to see. That's S-E-E. Yes, the feet seeing into the deep recesses of the earth. And the feet being a carrier of victory. The dancers in traditional cultures who didn't wear shoes would wash and rub their feet with oil. The oil would keep their feet um, healthy and subtle. The anointing of the feet is to keep the feet healthy so that they could bring the dance before the king in their community. The feet, when they are in celebration, are the greatest expression of the heart. When the heart is filled with delight, the feet can see treasure. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread, I have given to you, as I said to Moses. That was Joshua chapter 1, verse 3. I will delight myself in your statutes, and I will not forget your word. Psalm nine. 9- 119 16 your testimonies also are my delight and my counselors psalms 119 verse 24 david delights in the word of god there is a connection where bringing the word into his heart caused his feet to move Wah! the locks of your head are like lions um the locks of your head are like iron sorry why would we need iron locks for our head where does sadness and negativity begin? In the soul of the head, right? The, and the soul of our head speaks and controls the soul of our heart. Woo! So the locks of the head are the protection of the mind. Joy will protect the mind, it will keep us from subjecting ourselves to the oppression that is around us. Whoa! As your days, so shall your strength be. Asher was able to renew his strength and look young until the day he died, according to legend. The story is told that Asher died an old young man. He was an old young man. It therefore means there is something in joy that renews the DNA. Whoa, that's why Yeshua told us not to be anxious. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be known to Yahweh, and the peace of Yahweh, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, Philippians 4, chapter... Chapter 4, verses 6 through 7. We can change our circumstance with prayer, joy, and celebration. The Greek word for Thanksgiving is Eucharist, a celebration of our God. A happy or a good christening means good, wonderful, beautiful, celebrative. Thanksgiving is and everything give thanks, and everything celebrate. That is Asher's heaven. The Bible says there is no sorrow there. If we want to be in Asher's heaven, we cannot continue to live a life of complaining when relating to Yahweh, who celebrates us and who calls us to celebrate for the transformation of our situation. A merry heart does good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. Proverbs chapter 17 verses 22. When sickness comes, celebrate. Asher is living in a realm where the joy of the Lord is his strength. Of those who abide in it, oil on the feet and the head cover you from the influence of all negativity. Asher is the principle of joy. Heaven is the place of joy. Stop making heaven a place of judgment and you know, sorrow. When one operates in the realm of Asher, the body responds with greater strength and healing. It releases its own healing. Leah didn't get Asher by fighting with the dragon. She got Asher by aligning the heavens and the earth to create joy upon the face of the earth. Worship in joy and angels will want to join us to worship because they love what we do. When they are partners with us in worship, they become partners with us in revelation and work. The role of Asher in the heavens is that we must permeate every other realm. Yes, it's a fragrance um, that this joy changes everything. It makes it easier um, for those who are struggling. It makes it easier to overcome different emotions. It makes it easier to discover victory that will come through and cause us to be the overcomers that Yahweh caused us to be in Christ Yeshua Bread from Asher shall be rich and he shall yield royal dainties. Genesis chapter 49 verse 20. Joy is our food. Joy, happiness, and delight allow for a majestic provision that is fit for kings. It tailors the DNA of provision towards kingship. If we operate in kingship, we cannot eat the bread of affliction. We must learn how to provide food based on the three-fold cord of happiness, joy, and delight. This is the basis of the kingdom. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living a life of goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Romans 14 verse 17. God is the realm from where manna comes to sustain those in the wilderness. It is only the people in the wilderness who didn't realize that God's provision is angel food. That is the result of the angels delighting in God, being celebrated before Him, and being joyful in Him. Woo! The food of angels comes from the realm of Asher, where the royal delicacies come. Anyone can get provision, but not every provision is good for a king. If provision is not laced with the drug of joy, happiness, and delight, we are not eating food fit for the king. Everything in the heaven heavens needs food. Even the offering in the Old Testament is called the food of God. If there is joy, happiness, and delight, then the devil will give up what he is holding from us. There is no religion that doesn't have dancing, celebration, and joy because it is the food of spirits. God set the principle and anybody who walks in it gets blessed. Anyone walking in mourning, sadness, and grumpiness is not fit to have the food of the king. Whoo. Naphtali is coming so that Asher can live in sufficiency. A sufficiency of heaven based on the Asherite domain. Asher is assigned um, to Libra, then Virgo, and then assigned to Cancer. This will be explained later. You can go into the publications on Israel and the Zodiac by Dr. O. Asher is a strange being because some people assign to Asher the sign of water and the sign of air. Asher can rewrite any atmosphere. Part of what happens with somebody who operates in Asher is that they know how to adapt to different atmospheres and how to make it work for them. The key of the nature of Asher is the constant admonition in scripture to bless the Lord, to praise the Lord, to give thanks in everything. There is a mystery there for how our circumstances and our situations change. When we deal with Asher, we are dealing with someone who can draw out plenty in any circumstance. Then we are not controlled by season, circumstance, or star sign, but can shift from one to another. The capacity to move and access wealth no matter where we are. Woo! By birth, a believer's main position should be operating from Asher. We operate as a king. But who has more power, the king or the one who feeds him? The king depends on the person who understands the season and who can produce when no one else is producing. A believer must not only be a king and a priest, but he must be able and capable of producing wealth. The key of Asher is the three-pronged key of joy, happiness, and delight. Asher's host is 41,500. We see that in Numbers chapter 2, verse 28. These hosts are angelic beings. They are Israelites. But this is God's way of saying these are the angelic hosts that work in this dimension. They work to create new things and open gates of possibility. When there is no possibility, which is what joy does. Joy and delight are the kings of making the impossible happen. Asherbiah's birth is one person who can deal with. With curses because Asher understands how to function in the delight of the Lord amid trouble. A joyful person who looks like he is acting silly can overcome anything quicker than a person who is always somber and sad. It's power to the powerless. Whoa! In describing tribes based on the heavenly signs, um, Asher is supposed to provide a royal harvest Harvest is always in scripture done with joy. Joy is necessary for harvest. By joy, we draw water out of the well. When we think of the goodness of God and what he's done for us, our soul should rejoice. It always provides an abundant harvest in all circumstance. A person who operates in joy holds the key for opening any door during any season. Whoo! Yes! Asher is connected Also to Libra. Libra carries the scales in ancient times. The king's diets and foods were measured on scales. And Asher, he said, Asher is most blessed of sons. Let him be favored by his brothers. Let him dip his foot in oil. Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 24 the Jewish tradition, oil represents the Torah. The dipping of the oil apart from the natural resources that are in the land means that Asher's feet are grounded in the Torah. Asher delighting in the Torah increase the oil of gladness in the land. The word shemen used for oil is the word for an anointing that opens realms, allows for the flow of abundance for the life of a person. Abundance is part of the gospel. Prosperity is not the focus of the gospel, but we cannot preach the gospel and tell people they need to remain poor unless they choose to do so. If somebody poor in the gospel... Somebody else must make money for the person who is pouring out the gospel to survive. Those who teach the gospel should not be poor. Asher is not just the principle of being happy. Asher is the principle of prosperity. There is a level of prosperity tied to the fact that one has dipped himself in the word of God. Asher walks in multiple systems and can produce from those systems. The oil that he dips his feet in is the wisdom of the word of God. He dances in the word of God, activating the spirits that are in the word. When Asher steps upon the delight of the word, it produces angels that work for him. Whoa! So, Father, we thank you now. We rejoice and we are happy. We are glad. For this is the day. This is the aeon that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And we will rewrite atmospheres with joy. We will rewrite atmospheres with happiness. We will rewrite atmospheres woo, with the three-fold cord of happiness, joy, and delight. Living in the righteousness of the kingdom. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. We will harvest. We will bless We will be blessed and we will prosper. We will be the providers, the answer for the world. Yes, joy creates worlds. The supernatural waters above align with the water of the world, connecting them to the water of the human body who has come to believe in the Lord. The triadic principle of joy, happiness, and delight is not mainly a physical movement. It is both physical and psychological, and spiritual. It touches the very depth of who we are pneumatically because from the place of joy, we touch the essence of what it means to be spirit. Through the Asherite, worlds that are still in the mind of God come into existence because of the delight the righteous have in God and the delight that God has in them. Did you hear that? Then I was beside him as a master craftsman and I was daily his delight rejoicing always before him rejoicing in his inhabited world in my delight. Was with the sons of men. Proverbs chapter 8, verses 30 through 31. In Proverbs 8, we see that every creation and manifestation of new worlds is a combination of delight, joy, and happiness. Yeshua said, when a new soul is created in heaven, all the angels get up and start dancing and rejoicing. Luke chapter 15, verse 7. All heaven joins in a chorus of praise, adoration, and magnification to Yahweh. Woo! Daily, daily our delight. The mental orientation of the Asherite is that which keys the whole being of the person into the heart of God and into what makes creation alive. It allows all the visible forms of creation to be brought into an integration Into an integration with the will of God by releasing the Shekinah into creation. The Shekinah travels on the wings of joy. It is possible by love to transmute ordinary reality so that God can be seen even in the worst situation. While there are other means of having victory over the elemental principles of creation, um, the The greatest is delight, joy, and happiness. A joyful person is a spiritual and eternal carrier of spiritual and eternal possibilities. He gains victory over elemental forces and dominion over creaturely vicissitudes. If we operate in joy and happiness, we will sail through circumstances and pain. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Hallelujah. What an opportunity. What a magnificent day in which to be alive. Let us go forth in joy and happiness. Let us change atmospheres. Let us bring those things that are not seen into the seen world and manifest the prosperity, the beauty, the holiness, and the joy of Yahweh in the here and in the now on earth as it is in heaven. Shalom, shalom.